Hi there. Welcome to the Lion's Pride. The world is on fire. No one's going to put it out for us. No matter your race, religion, or creed, we're all in this together. Hand in hand, we walk through the fire and let the flames feel our hurt. Welcome to the Lion's Pride. I give you your host, Cassidy Lightwing. Hey there, welcome to the Lion's Pride podcast. We are, we are your hosts, Cassidy Lightwing and Shannon Lightwing. Our special guest right now is Liana McCoy, the lovely, lovely Liana McCoy. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, everybody. David Nash gets our first con- uh, our first comment. He says, hey, yo, ho-host. Fair enough. Adam Peter says, hello, world. It's the countdown to a new tomorrow. And I'm hearing Shannon's thing. Shannon, can you... I'm hearing myself through your through your voice through your thing. Oh boy, okay. Uh, yeah, I. Okay. If you can turn the volume on yours down just a tiny little bit. Okay. Not 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 your voice. What it picks up. I guess that's the same thing in it. That's okay. We're still getting all the bugs worked out. How about that? Is that better? Check check. Check check. Yeah, it's better. Okay. Jack says, enter me launching lots of glow sticks into the air because I feel this countdown needs it. It's a pretty cool countdown, huh? So for those of you who are listening on uh, the various podcast outlets, we, you know, we're talking about the, you know, the, the special effects during the live. If you want to participate in the, in the Alliance Pride podcast live, as in get your questions answered or whatever, you got to come check us out. So <clears throat> we broadcast on Facebook Live, and, and so here we are. Uh, Shannon? Everybody's yeah. everybody's uh, used to hearing my dumbass. What about you? Uh, introduce yourself. Yeah. Oh, hi everybody. You. Uh, oh no no no! Bring your voice volume back up. That's not oh, going to do. Back up. Okay. Yeah. Well. Hello, uh, world. About, this is us being stupid. Well, how about uh, can, can Liana introduce herself while I'm? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, so a lot of you have probably heard me chime in now and then on Cass's morning coffee with the Lion Show. And uh, been on a couple of other shows since. It's <laughs> so um, I'm really looking now. forward. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to uh, you know working with this network. Well, that was uh, enthusiastic. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey Susie. Hey Jacob. Hey Katie. Jacob. Hey bro. How you doing, man? Tammy says, "So you're e- you're echoing cast, kind of sounded cool." Yeah, yeah, Shannon's in uh, coming in from her laptop, which is right over there, and we didn't realize that the acoustics makes my voice echo when I do a really big, loud, you know, "Hello." <laughs> Although I can, I'll, I'll figure out how to use that to my advantage here in a minute. Don't worry. I think I know how to You know, like make it echo like. <laughs> Although I'd have to do that a lot louder, but you get the idea. Sarah says, "Hey." Yeah, that's going to get annoying real fast. <laughs> okay. I, um, I think I know how to fix it. I'm looking for it right now. Yeah, there's, got to, there's probably some kind of background noise filter. Don't worry about it right now. I'll just, I'll just you know, keep my voice down. So, yeah, yeah. this is, this is everybody. Yeah, the last five minutes. Uh, <laughs> we're go- <laughs> this, is, this is just part of the crew. Uh, every day, every show from here on out, we're going to be introducing a little bit, you know, a few more members of the crew. Uh, myself, Shannon, uh, the husband and wife team. She's the brains <laughs> of the operation. Trust me. <clears throat> Jacob says he's doing good, buddy. Just get off work. Hey, man. So, uh, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, this is the uh, this is a Lions Pride Network production, which means you are part of the show, audience. Which is why we record it live. I gotta get like a laugh track sound, like ah, you know, just just yeah. But then it would truly be one hundred percent live. 
sort of. If I'm playing the the laugh track live, and it's, you know. Hey. Susan says, I love the echo. All right, then. So for those of you tuning in for the first time, uh, again, uh, my name is Cassidy Lightwing, and uh, I'm my story will, will, will kind of unfold as we go along. It's, it's a little too much to go into uh, right, right away. Uh, suffice it to say that I've been a paranormal investigator here for about 35 years, and that's, yeah, I, I started real, real young. Um Figuring out that how the technology on this planet works is, is really, really difficult. So I, I just recently figured out how to do the podcast thing. Um, previously, we've been going live on Facebook and, and uh, you know, transferring those videos to YouTube and whatnot. Mary Frances, hey! Hey, Mary. But mostly the uh, the show is you know pretty general. We, we we pick a couple of subjects to talk about, and then the rest of the show is audience Q and A, which makes yeah. the show titles when I say audience Q and A a little redundant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now Liana is as an amazing person. So this is uh, since this is our first podcast, and Liana is such an integral part of the crew. Liana, why don't you introduce yourself? Um... I mean, beside Liana. <laughs> Um, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, you're a farm girl from Minnesota, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, trying to be anyways. It's not going very well this year, though. The farming part. <laughs> yeah, everybody's getting, kind of getting hit by that crumbling tower card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, for example, here's a good place to start. You just recently uh, helped give birth to a calf, correct? Mm, that'd be more like in June. Well, that's recent to me. <laughs> There's a guy on Indian time. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so, why don't, why don't you tell us what that what what that what is, what is that like? You know, being in, being responsible for new life like that. I mean, you don't raise your cows to you know to to pull carriages. You know, what do you, what do you do? Uh, raise them for beef. Well, that's even better because then I've, <laughs> I've probably yeah. eaten some of your cows. Ah. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. No, I usually sell all my stuff off the farm, so. Right, right. It doesn't go anywhere else besides somebody's freezer or farm, another In my farm. belly. So, yeah, it's kind of a farm to customer kind of thing, so. The audience is saying, hi, Liana. Hi, everybody. So, how did you get in contact with uh, the Lion's Pride? That's a funny story. Mm. Yeah, I'm sort of led everywhere I go. <laughs> As I recall, we met on YouTube. Uh, yeah, YouTube. E-SETI. On well, yeah, one of the ESETI videos. You get another reason to be grateful for ESETI. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember very, very, very distinctly. Uh, I thought you were smarting off to me, and I was going to uh, send a smart off, co- smart ass comment back, but something in my head said, "No, no, no, don't do that." That's what you told me. She kicked your yeah. ass. <laughs> what was that? She kicked your ass. Yeah, she would have. All up and down. Yeah, Shannon's right there. <laughs> yeah. By the way, is the echo fixed? Uh, it's better, but you're getting a crap ton of static from the fans. Oh, so, is she near a fan? Yeah. Why don't huh? you? Uh, she figured out the push to talk button, so. Which is, that's really, I, I say that like, oh, she just figured it out, guys. <laughs> but the reality is I, I haven't figured it out yet. So <laughs> why don't you go get Ray and have him come turn off the fans? That way, that way, you, you know, 
Mary Frances says, steak on the hoof, best beef. Now, does that mean I begin to chew upon it while it's still mooing? Because I, ha- no. I have a feeling that would get me hurt. Yes. <laughs> Cow would be like, what are you doing back there? And I'd be like, get lunch? <laughs> yeah. I've seen him tree bears before, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Cassidy's afraid of bears, so there's a food chain to this. <laughs> Cassidy, what just kicked your butt? A cow. Okay, seriously, cow, cows can scare bears, so I figured I don't want to mess with the cow. <laughs> yeah, Angus can be a little feisty, so. Yeah, I bet. Susan says her husband worked at a livestock auction company. Okay, that that's cool. Uh, I've mentioned before on the show how you know we we were. Well, we're not, we, we don't exactly, our family is a little bit strange, so it's going to seem a little bit weird. So I'm just going to rip that bandaid right off. Uh, we've been living in a polyamorous, polyamorous relationship for multiple decades. It, not me, Shannon and Liana, Shannon and I and, and somebody else, but, uh, her husband was a, was an auctioneer too. So that's, that's actually really neat and really interesting to me, Susie. I actually know more about that than I should. And then I, that, and that I ever really wanted to, to be honest. But that's that's still that's an interesting connection. Mary Francis says takes time to iron out difficulties. Yup. And you know, part of the draw of, of the Lions Pride shows is we have no ego in looking like idiots on camera. So Well, one of us doesn't. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You see, one of us is actually on camera, the other one's hiding behind a really cool Thundercats logo. So there. And you just minimize my feelings, you bastard. <laughs> Don't believe the suicide note. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, like, it, go ahead, Liana. I like being in, incognito. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you tend to work best when you're being quiet. I tend to work best when I'm being a giant cartoon character. So, you know, it works out. And I like to lurk. <laughs> Mary says strange isn't the word for you guys. Well, I appreciate that, sweetie. doodle doo Jack says, my grandpa Jack was a cow breeder. Cows are so cool. I, I actually really agree. Cows are very cool. I've actually never had a problem with a bovine, um, including angry bulls. Normally they're like, oh, don't go near the bull. I'm like, it's, it'll be okay, guys. Uh, ironically, though, horses tend to bite at me. Even even nice horses, they're like, the hell? I have this theory that, that horses can smell lions. <sighs> <laughs> you know, I'm not surprised you're comfortable around cows, seeing as how you wear a few when you put on your jacket. I'm just waiting for that vengeful cow. You ate my father. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Karina says, hi, everyone. Love you too, Mary. But yeah, so part of the show is that, well, I, I don't understand how to use human technology very well. So part of the show is, you know, you know, one of the continuing morals of life. If you want to do something, go out there and do it. Don't wait till it's perfect. You know, obviously. Now, I got the show looking pretty good. But, you know, for those of you in the iTunes and in, in the pod, pod, blogo, blogo podosphere, bloggy podosphere, what is it called? Blogosphere, I think. It's like my first day here. Okay, so for those of you out in the blogosphere, uh, the show looks really good. Come check us out on YouTube. He's a blogosphere. Multifaceted Nancy says, hi, everyone. Hugs. Multifaceted Nancy is currently our only Patreon. Patreon? 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 
Yep. Patreon. That sounds like I'm trying to trying to make up a bad Marvel character, though. The Patreon Patreon of Patronus. Hey, Trun. Patron. Nah, nah. Yeah. I like I like I like I like my version better. Uh. <sighs> you hear that long That's suffering a- sigh, folks? Yeah. <laughs> I'm running out of room to put down hash marks. <laughs> If I, theoretically, if I get enough hash, hash marks, she'll have to kill me so hard it'll be painless. That's my plan. You wish. When you wish upon a star. Anyway. Oh, God, stop, or it's going to be sooner rather than later. I have no joke for that, so I'm just going to take a small bow. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, Tom says, flag, flag, flag. Well, in that case, salute, salute, salute. <clears throat> Jacob says, how dare you eat the cows, Father Cass? I know, I'm a bastard. I'm like, the, I'm, the, I'm the cow supervillain. I'm the anti-cow. Yeah, cow, cows have paintings of me in velvet in their dens. You know, they, they tell children, you know, <laughs> I'm getting way too into this bit. And they tell their children, if they're not good, Cassidy will come and eat them. There's cow conspiracy about how Cassidy didn't actually die in 1973 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone keeps seeing him everywhere <laughs> yeah so cows yeah. tell about the cast in black <laughs> nancy says someone had to be first on patreon and i'm glad it was you nancy thank you so much mary says you guys are killing me that's the point you get you get humor with spirituality bad jokes we're singing and for $13,995, I'll show you the center of the universe. Actually, I'll do that for free. And every once in a while, I throw Croatian. something at him. Okay, that's the okay. It's a Croatian flag. Okay, cool. Um, it, I, I don't recognize your 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 name, Tom. So if this is your first time to the, to the show, welcome. But I please understand. I don't mean any disrespect to anybody if I mess up their names or anything like that. I am. I only have about three percent vision. I'm I'm legally blind, so I, I don't mean any offense if I messed up your flag. I'm sorry. Legally blind, practically a jerk. <laughs> Mary Francis says, "Death by laughter at first. Nancy says, "Love cows on my plate." You know, I have the similar feeling because I love them in my belly. <clears throat> but you better, you better not get me around bunnies, though, right, Christy? We'll we'll have Christy on the show soon. Um, she's been on Christy's been on Bradley Powers with us a couple of times. Uh, she's my sister from back home, and it, ironically, we found out recently that we're cousins by blood here. How weird is that? Not not if you believe in synchronicity and the connections between okay. people, um, things, lives. Shannon, could you, since you're on, 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 your, on the laptop that the audience helped get you for your birthday, thank you guys, uh, could you carry that into the, into the girls' room? Because the echo is just too bad. Okay. Unless you're going to go back to pushing the button to talk. I'll go back to that. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. She's going to go back to push to talk. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know, David. I really, really appreciate it. Mm, yeah, sweet dreams. Um, I gotta do the next time I sing the song. I gotta do the I gotta do the Marilyn Manson version though. Mary says she loves the the uh, the echo. It sounds epic. Eh, fair enough. We'll use it for effect at some time at some point. 
once Shannon and I get a rhythm, we tend to work uh, work off each other really, really well. Like she'll start picking up when to hit the butt. Oh, excuse me. That way you guys hear the echo. Probably when I burp. You know, she'll see me go, and then she'll like <gasps> click, and then you guys will hear the. <clears throat> oh my god, are you psychic? A little bit. Karina says, same soul group? Uh, yeah, probably. Very, very probably. Uh, well, it, in Christy's case, we're definitely the same soul group. I mean, like as I said, she was my sister back home on, you know, back home. Um, which brings me the, to the first stage of the, disclo of the disclosure of the show. And disclosure is going to be one of the topics we're talking about, by the way. We're just goofing off right now. But, you know, essentially, I am a representative of the race that the UFO crowd refers to as feline lyrans. Now, that's not exactly true. Uh, we're not exactly feline Lyrans. We were on the last planet that we inhabited, but we're we're beings of light. We are energy beings. I am not the only one here. In fact, there's some of you in my audience, in my in the audience. A lot of you that are you know share that Lyran soul. You have incarnated here, right? And that's what we call a star seed. It's a what the, the main difference between. A visitor and a star seed. When with regards to Lyrans, this doesn't apply to all the star tribes out there, folks. But uh, when with when it with regards to Lyrans and other you know photo consciousness based technologies, they come we come to a world by being born there. Okay, this greatly assists the star seed program. And I actually don't know a whole lot about the Starseed program. There are others we'll have on the show in, at future times that know a lot more about the Starseed program than I do. But I'm not a starseed, so so a starseed will have a, a normal human life. They'll probably feel like an outsider most of their life. You know, they'll they'll feel like like these. You know, what is these strange people? I'm I can't be human. I can't be part of this, right? Can I? I mean, what? That confusion is part of the starseed process, and in time, some of sometimes well. Uh, well, let's be honest. Most, mostly, it's just so it's just social anxiety. <laughs> but sometimes a human will have an awakening, and they'll remember a place that they've never been. They'll remember a place that never was, or at least not on this planet. They'll remember adventures, battles, you know, romances. They'll remember children, grandchildren, parents, you know, mythologies that never happened, songs that were never sung. Those people are what we call star seeds. What they're remembering sometimes is their lives on other worlds, and we'll get into the science. question. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, during this uh, this chrysalis, so to speak, um, are there external factors that can, I guess, uh, enhance it or oh, yeah. maybe even damage it? Like, damage uh, it? well, like the hormonal rushes during puberty. Oh, when yeah, you couple yeah. that with like psychic abilities and this chrysalis, you yes. you've got a rep recipe for potential disaster. Uh, yes, and you're that's very astute, Shannon, and thank you for bringing that up because that actually brings up the purpose of what 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 we're doing here, and which is to serve the star seeds and see that they are able to you know grow and remember and thrive. And I'm not here to lead, you know, although I will graciously accept leadership should it be thrust upon me. Ah. Oh, but you know what that's not what most people want to thrust upon you giggity anyway shannon and i didn't mean it that way sharp and heavy but i'm gonna take it the giggity way so <clears throat> the man knows me too well i knew who, i knew who you were before i married you 
but uh, essentially, so we're here to serve the star seeds and, and see that they're able to remember in a safe environment. You know, that's why I don't preach. You know, I do have my own beliefs. I do have my own spiritual and religious beliefs. And if you guys ask me, I'll go into them, but I'll never preach. You know, I do consider myself a Christian, sort of, but I'll never tell you Jesus is the way. Jesus is my Lord, period. That's just the way that is. First Corinthians 12 for you Christians out there. But that doesn't mean I'm going to tell you, you got to do what I do and say what I say and believe what I believe. I'm a crazy hippie, folks. I'm probably wrong, you know. So the best I can do is just you know, try to inspire by living my life the way I feel is right. Which most people don't agree with, so you could you could argue about my efficiency there. Liana, what do you think? About anything to chime in? <coughs> the star seed I, thing? Anything, I don't. F any, no, any of it? Cause I I'm gonna say I might be a star seed, but I don't remember things that other people do. So that's true. <laughs> Karina says Shannon cast chose well. You're right, Karina. I did. <laughs> Actually, she chose well. Well, wait. Whether or not she chose well could be argued, but I definitely chose well. Now, guys, without her, I, I wouldn't be able to, to get along in life. That's And that's a fact. Right. You know, I'll, I'll, people will sometimes say, oh, hmm? I wish I could see the world how you see it. And I'll respond, if you did, you'd walk into traffic. I wanted our relationship to mature for a while before we did anything serious. You know, you don't drink wine that's a month old and you don't play a brand new fiddle, you know, you and, and if you need teaching, you don't go to a student, you go to a master. Translation, she didn't want to date me till I stopped watching anime in my underwear till three o'clock in the afternoon. Your words, not mine. <laughs> Nancy says, I've always been different than everyone else, even as a child. That's what I mean. You know, now, granted, oftentimes this is just normal anxiety. It, it's the, pro the, the, the process of, of deciding whether or not you're a star seed is partially is partially intentional. It's partially a decision making process. You know, it, for example, you, know, you have like to drill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at some point, for example, you have to decide in, in any of you psychics in the audience, you'll know what I'm talking about. At some point in your life, you have to decide whether the dreams that you're having are really visions or if they're just, you know, dreams. So on one level, that's a that's true choosing, you know, enlightenment or at least the path thereof. I'm, I'm not I don't think any of us are really enlightened, but in other words, if you in other words, if you decide it's a dream, then you will be a dreamer. If you decide it's real, then it will be. Yeah, very well said. You guys see why I married a witch? Yeah. In this corner, married to Cass for 20 years, is a solitary Wiccan with sprinklings of Buddhism. We have some interesting talks about religion. We have even more interesting Dungeons and Dragons games. So Susie says things are, are pre-planned before we come to Earth. That is absolutely true. However, <clears throat> a lot of people will say that that, uh, that that implies that there's no free will. Not so. The thing is, in a way, the, th the events that are pre-planned before you come to Earth, they're you know, unavoidable. But they're unavoidable in that we're talking essentially about energy fluctuations that began at the Big Bang. They're, they're, they're coming around. But 
ask yourself this question. Is a fish at the mercy of the ocean currents, or do they have evolutions to move around in the water? If a big tidal wave comes at fish, they go down. They don't have to go with the, with the tidal wave. Your minds, your souls, your, your, your light bodies, as it were, come equipped with various evolutions with which to surf these incoming, you know, waveforms. Okay. So it was decided before you were ever born that this waveform would, would come in contact with your consciousness at precisely this time, precisely this way, you know, but go up or down. what was that? And that person can choose to go up or down. You're not, you're, you, they can't hear you. I'm sorry. I got the thing turned on. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Your, your okay. microphone was all the way over there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but basically at that point in time, uh, like the fish, they can choose to go up or down. Yeah. Try to go up over the wave or down under it. That's true. But uh, the on a higher resolution explanation, uh, how that waveform manifests as it enters your 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 cognitive space, your your consciousness, your sphere of life, right? How that's going to manifest within this three D environment is not written. Okay. For example, say you are you you got hit by a car at sixteen years old. You know. Does that mean if you weren't there, you wouldn't have gotten hit by that car? Yeah, sure, absolutely. You would not. You would not have gotten hit by that car. However, a similar disaster would have been befallen you. Okay, we all we all have the fins in the evolutionary, you know, energetically speaking, we all have the fins to surf the incoming waves. And those incoming waves were decided long before any of us were ever born, including my, my including my species. But it is up to you how you surf those waves, what you do with them, and what you make of your life in their wake. Does that make any sense? Yeah, actually. Does that, uh, how does that relate to the time paradox of if you build a time machine and go back in time to save your girlfriend from getting killed, that you can't do it because that would alter the future in which you did the thing that sent you back? What you have to do in that case... <laughs> Okay, you guys don't have to believe me on this. It's it's pretty crazy. I I, I understand that, but I'm I, I I have to be honest, you know. And that doesn't mean sugarcoating things because it might sound crazy. But I am an experienced time traveler. We have we have procedures for this. What you have to do is essentially, if you you know, you're you're talking about H.G. Wells' paradox, right? <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know what that actual paradox is called. I think, I think it's a causality loop. I think is what the, what its actual official name is in science fiction or whatever. Anyway, what you have to do is you have to create the impetus for yourself to build the time machine, and make sure it comes from another source. You see, if you it, the, the way time works, and this is really really, it's going to be hard to understand at first for some of you, and some of you are going to be like, hey. I already knew that. How did I know he? And how did he know that I knew? How did? But but ah! But the thing so basically, is, you'd have to go back and give yourself the inspiration, your younger self, the inspiration right. to do the thing that doesn't involve the event you want to prevent. Sort of, no, but not the inspiration, the impetus. Those are two radically different things. If you give yourself the the inspiration to build a time machine, you might just write time travel science fiction your whole life and then your girlfriend still dies. Okay, but the part that's going to be hard for a lot of humans to wrap their minds around is once you create that separate impetus, if you do it right, okay, 
This is a this is a finesse technique, not a brute force technique. If you create that impetus properly, that itself will change the threads. You don't need to then prevent your girlfriend from getting killed, because the universe. What's going to bake your noodle is that you needed to make the time machine. The universe is going to make you make that time machine. However, and if it had to kill your girlfriend to do it, so be it. So kind of like Inception. Similar yeah. idea. Yeah. See, the thing is, is people think of time as being a, a form of linear causality that moves in one direction, or they think of time as an illusion. Neither are actually true. Time is an energy that is created by the rubbing of space, gravity, consciousness, and a few other and a few other planes. But the thing is, it's not. It's not time is not bound by time. Okay, the human body is well. Most biological bodies are built to perceive time in singular direction because that's how you don't walk into traffic. Remember what I said earlier about walking into traffic, Shannon? How many times have you prevented me from walking in traffic today? Uh, no, four. Yeah, just today in one trip out. Okay, so yeah, it's 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 a huge pain in the ass. The ability to see time and in linear causality is very, very, very valuable. It's very valuable. Humans tend to consider it a weakness, but it's not. It really, really isn't. Um, <clears throat> now, if you still have, if you're still bound to a linear possession, wait, linear perception of time, once you, you know, made it to like the fifth or sixth dimension or higher, then you'd be in trouble. But for here, this is, this is good. This is, this is, this is good. Would it be more like a linear attachment to time rather than perception? No, uh, your attachment to uh, you, okay, a, a human being's attachment can to time can manifest in a lot of different ways. Um, you might not you not you might not realize this, but under under really really astute observation, incredibly punctual people, things tend to go their way to make them more punctual. They've decided up here, up here. They've decided up here, luminous beings are we. They've decided to be to be punctual, and they've decided this with such force that little things in reality will trip to to help them be punctual. And then sometimes it'll go the opposite, but still, the point is still the same. And does the crown chakra, you know, help them with that? Uh huh. Wait, what? You talked about how they. Uh... You know, they decide up here. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The crown chakra, yes, the crown chakra is integral with that. The the crown chakra's job is to interpret and uh, disseminate information up and down between the the, the ba and the ka. And for you first time viewers, the ba is uh, essentially body, and ka is your light body. You know, your physical body, your light body. It's an old Egyptian mysticism concept. Right. So the crown chakra is like the uh, router between like me and the rest of the universe. Yeah, basically, that's a very good way to put it. Yeah, let me scroll up. There seems to be some con concepts or questions. Uh, Nancy says, uh, the, "The question is: There any type of energy healing certification I can get besides Reiki? Having trouble doing the symbols? Uh, I understand that. Uh, actually, yes, we teach. We teach." Um, Basically, I teach every healing method that I know in the Lions Academy, and I, I teach it all for free. Uh, people are free to make donations in the Lions Academy to help us keep the lights on and the cameras going, but our lessons will always be free. Uh, when we get into the you know higher the higher end lessons like the actual wizardry, 
then you know we'll figure something out but for now the basic lessons is you know they're always free they will always be free you know uh, eventually we'll um, put together, if it's eventually we'll put together a dvd and then the, the dvd will be shipping and handling only so if it's uh, certifications like actual i don't know like college certifications you may want to look into uh kundalini um tantra believe it or not you might be able to find somewhere yeah. um also uh massage therapy if you become a masseuse massage is also a form of healing and there's an energy exchange in massage just like there is in uh, other types of healing I love you, and that's all very good information, but do you realize you just interrupted a commercial for our business to push other people's business? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. <gasps> okay, Silly. okay, you got you got to give me the bonehead crown now. <laughs> that's okay. I'll have it back in five minutes. <laughs> we'll make it two. <laughs> so anyway, um, our classes will always be free. You're free to donate. Uh, we cover a wide, a very, very wide variety. And whenever I discover and and become able to translate a new a new magical base, that will be added to the Lions Academy. Um, in addition, we also have other people and teachers who are better teachers than me, by the way, uh, come to share. Anyone who anyone who is willing to donate their time for the cause of bettering the awakening and building a better future is oh, and their, whose methods are proven is welcome to come teach in the academy. Uh, as far as healing goes, uh, yeah, there are many uh, healing techniques. Reiki is just one. In point of fact, there are ways to do Reiki without having to do, without having to worry about the symbols. So, multi and Nancy says doing them seem to trigger your tremor disorder. That makes a lot of sense. Um, to the point where I'm kind of ashamed I didn't think of that myself. See, when you guys are doing any kind of Reiki, you have to understand that there's more energy moving along your nerves and your uh, and your circulatory system okay more energy oh, than, nerve than, overload yeah exactly that's why you know even like even in old stories a wizard will cast his spell and then oh oh he's so tired you know and even in star wars you can force so much that you kill yourself luke i don't be wild watching you wizards Rian, Rian johnson incredibly aged i actually couldn't hear any of that uh, it might also be why uh, those old old wizards that you were describing just looked incredibly aged. Yeah, yeah. Without 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 a uh, without a bio without a biomyalic power source, these things are very very hard on the human body. And that's one of the reasons why we nicknamed the the uh, Lions Academy mm -hmm. "How to Not Blow Yourself Up with Magic." You know. We, you basically, it, it, if you just follow basic care and feeding when you're learning how to manipulate these energies, they won't consume your body, you know? And the sad and fact is, you know, like Aleister Crowley, yeah, he, his hair was falling out, his teeth were falling out. He would have lost his eyes if he kept going. And the damage that these energies do is not always just physical. It can be mental. It can be emotional. Yeah. Um, it can even be intellectual. There's so much that can disrupt the really delicate uh, electrical network of your brain. Yeah, we'll go. We, we we're actually going to get into that in the uh, in the Lions Academy under things like dispelling, counterspelling, proper breathing. Uh, a great deal of this, and, and this is one of the one of the reasons why so much of the love and light crowd doesn't like me. And basically, it's it's really this simple. If these things are real, then there's science to it. That's it. Done. You know, if energy healing is real, then 
energy is real. Therefore, it can be measured by science. You know, science is a process, not a, not a, not a club. Karina says, what about when you fall asleep at the wheel and you somehow wake up? Um, I don't really know. Is there such a thing that your guides save you from tragedy? Yeah, very frequently. The thing is, you have to let them in. You know? Um, Nancy says, if she... Does... Okay, okay, I see, I see, I see. Chris says, how about going to war and having a wife or family, and when you come back from that war, you can't find your wife, and you search for months only to find that your wife has, has a newborn child that's never even met you? That was, that's what we call a dark night of the soul, Chris. Um, you know, that's the universe pushing you to do something. It, it's really, really, really hard thing to tell people. And it's even harder to accept, even for me. But the thing is, the universe does want you to do something. You can fight it. But why? You know? When I say the universe wants you to do something, I don't mean it has a specific plan for you and you know what that means is that there's a lesson you need to learn a task you need to accomplish and the universe will will, will push you to do that you know on the other hand maybe she was just a bitch um i think maybe the reason for that is that not so much hurting you and taking away that which you love but removing the connections that will keep you in a place where it doesn't want you to be yeah well the attachment connections are the final step if the universe has to do something foul it will but usually it doesn't come to that you know think of it this way in, in the in the in the case you presented chris what if the the guy that you're you're talking about um i'm assuming you're speaking for a friend you know, what if your friend decided to take her back and then she kept abusing him and abusing him and abusing him. You know, when all is said and done from the macrocosm, when your friend's case, it could be that she was already too toxic for him, but he loved her so much he couldn't see it. And so the universe had to show him, you know. But again, on the other hand, maybe she's just a bitch. Sometimes people are just bitches. Mm. And that's why I had to mark my show as 18 or older. <clears throat> so. Doop -doop -doop. Sarah, yeah, okay, they're, vote, they're talking amongst the themselves. Truth. Okay, that's cool. All right, I'll let them have their conversation. So yeah, there's there's like yeah, there's always good information in the in the chat, and I don't want to you know, bother that. But yeah, there's many things you can get certifications in and on all that good stuff. And Shannon was right. Uh, I love you. I love you too. Why do we keep trying to drink from an empty freaking coffee can? Well, either you're an idiot or you're employing a uh, technique in Buddhism, I think. Yes, be the coffee. No, no, no. The concept is learn how to drink tea from an empty cup. Learn how to drink coffee from an empty cup. <laughs> or for those of you or drinkers out there, beer, beer from an empty stein. Or maybe you're just an idiot. Or maybe I'm just an idiot. Yeah, that's, that's actually probably more like it. <laughs> You would drink chocolate milk from the severed head of your enemies. You like chocolate milk too much. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even try to deny it. <laughs> That's my son. I have some skulls to say. Okay. Well, yeah. Ray, I have some skulls I'd like to suggest. 
So that brings us to the subject of tonight, Disclosure. Uh, for those of you who have been paying attention, Disclosure has been con has been underway for a while. Uh, it's important to note that I came out and started doing these shows and explaining to people who I am and where I'm from in 2016. The reason why that's important is because a few years ago, the after 2016, uh, the scientists of the world, or several scientists of the world, got together and admitted to you know the planet that extraterrestrials are here they look just like us. They look just like humans. They look just like you. You know, you're probably friends with one. There are millions of them. Millions, I say! But the point is, that was after I told the world who I am. Okay? But that doesn't mean that everyone who's come out since then is lying or no. No, not anything at all. like that. Not even remotely. But uh, a lot of the things that I'll say... This isn't, you know, a point of ego. Some people hear, oh, you're just so egoistic. No, it's a point of fact, you know, especially since it was last week or whatever, you know, the United States government admitted that UFOs are not from Earth. And as we were going live, I saw a headline that I think might be current, I, which I'm ashamed to say, I don't know, but they might have done uh, even more disclosure during this live. I, I don't actually know. I, I saw the headline right as I was going online. But the, the Pentagon did, did, did promise more information soon. Okay? So the reason this is important isn't because, you know, everyone who comes out after me is fake. Ah, the rumor mill likes to say that, that, likes to say that that's what I'm saying, but that's not even remotely true. Okay? It's important because a lot of the things that I say are going to fly directly in the face of your beliefs. They're going to fly directly in the face of your superstitions. But you have to understand, back home, I was something like a doctor, you know? So even for my people, I am extremely well-educated. I don't say the things that I say because I'm true and you got to believe me. Urgh! I say the things that I say in hopes that you can be inspired to look into it yourselves. I say the things that I say in hopes that you'll come away from the show saying, yeah, man, I can take on the world. If that crazy hippie can do it with busted up knees and a, and a torn open intestine, I can do it too. I want you to come away from the show inspired to think, wow, what, what more could be out there? What if that crazy hippie is right? <gasps> you know? Personally, I think that... Um... <clears throat> Oh, it, you know what? I, I had a really cool way of saying it and then I forgot it. <laughs> well, go ahead and work on that. I'll go back to audience okay. questions and then let me know when you're ready. Okay. Thank you. It's all, it's always okay to get your thoughts together. I would save myself a lot of trouble if my mouth moved a little bit slower. But you're so good at talking. Yeah. You have but a very, very talented mouth. Anyway. Sarah said, "I was like a doc Sarah says I was like a doctor as, as well. Uh, forgive me, but you're the Sarah that me and Melanie talked to, right? You, you guys, okay. Understand for, for those of you who are new to the show, I am terrible with names. It's it, it's due to the, the head injuries. So, and the head injuries is a gosh gosh darn good reason to not believe me, by the way, and that's perfectly valid. As long as we're all having fun and laughing, I don't care. Laugh with me, for me, or even at me. Just laugh." But also, please remember, you learn more when you have an open mind. That's true. But then your brains fall out. You're not supposed to keep your mind that open. 
I was waiting for some for some kind of comeback. So David says, yes, the Pentagon has announced a report coming out from the task force. Well, that just figures, doesn't it? Uh, David, you want to tell us about it? You probably know more. More. Okay, good. That is the right, Sarah. All right. Again, please, no offense. You just, I, I'll, I'll remember in time. Cass, are you feeling kind of like someone who's missing his favorite football game and knows it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is my Super Bowl. If what If they're saying what I think they're saying, then this is my Super Bowl and I'm missing it hanging out with you dorks. That's okay. I, I'm the dorkiest dork that ever dorked, so, you know. You're adorkable. Aw, thank you. Okay, yeah, Sarah says, that was me. I'm bad with names, too. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. No, 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 no. That, see, that's part of the problem. There's so many Sarahs. <laughs> see, my, middle, my, my oldest daughter is named Sarah. I almost said my middle daughter, but then Ray would have punched me in my face hole. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's just an announcement. Okay, cool. Christopher, hey, bro. Liana says, I've always been bad with names. I'm actually getting better with age, oddly. You know, I've been getting better since you started helping me, Liana. Um, and if, if it went, as soon as you're ready, I would like you very much, if you're willing to, to talk a little bit about your mission and what you do within within the crew. Because um, I could just say you put Band-Aids on my chakra owies, but that doesn't really cover it, does it? <laughs> no, I welded them. Yeah, that's more like it. Sorry, Liana. Have we been, like, you know, not giving you a chance to get a word in? <laughs> I'm just sitting here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll talk about any subject you guys want. It's getting me to shut up. That's the trick. <laughs> no kidding. So, Liana, uh, you're you're not the only uh, the healer that's been working on me. And, and being someone who's who's familiar with the injuries, you know why. You want to talk a little bit? You know, there's several prospective healers in the group, you know, and your knowledge of healing, you know, seems to come from an instinctive place for you, correct? Yeah. I do more herbal stuff. And then I have a BS in biology and genetics. So I have all that plus a two-year RN. Well, yeah. So you, I have you, that basic human stuff. But yeah, as far as um, uh, I was hoping innately being science. as far as innately knowing how to heal uh, right. with some sort of energy healing, I did not know I had that until the end of February of this year. I have a question. Yeah, Do the different kinds of healers like literally perceive the nature of the injury and the energies there than others? I, I think so. I believe well, so. I also have, uh, hmm, what's the right words? Insider knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, uh, wait, wait, wait. How far inside? <laughs> I'm not higher, that lucky. <laughs> higher, up, higher up insider knowledge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There. All right. Save some for after that dark. That was with awesome. Pride. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are naughty. <laughs> Chris Lovelady says the first time I watched your show, I thought you lived in Turkey. Now that I know you and love you, I think you are a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say why, but there was at one point where my nickname online was Turkey Jizz. <laughs> Shannon, you remember that? 
Um, I used to be a part of uh, several on online uh, fantasy BDSM communities. <laughs> It was the only way that, and, and by the way, here this is this is one of those times where Cassidy is dropping an embarrassing secret, and the reason why, for those of you who are students in the academy, if you wish to wield the blue flame, you have to understand the first person the blue flame burns is you, so you have to be ready to reveal all your secrets. Anyway, but there was a time when the only way that I could uh, channel the female part of myself was through basically role play, you know. And for those of you who are new to the show, I am biologically intersex. I have naturally, you know, natural breasts. You know, I actually gave milk when Shannon gave birth, which was kind of ironic. Uh, <laughs> I have a vestigial vagina, et cetera, et cetera. So, well, expressing through role play is very, very valid. I mean, psychology loves doing that. You know, if you have difficulty expressing something or whatever, you know, use a puppet, use, uh, you know, dolls or something, but yeah. you role play it out. It kind of gives you a cushion of distance yeah. from yourself and the events. That's my explanation. And that's what you originally told me when you suggested it as a way to cope. So thank you, Shannon, for, 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 for falling into my trap and repeating your wisdom. Ha 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 ha! You fool! You foolish fool! You have accidentally shown the world how great you are! Now you have to be on the show every time. Who's the fool? The one who walks into the trap? Or the one who convinces you to trigger it? Don't believe the suicide note. Hit the hit the microphone when you're laughing. That way they can hear. I do sometimes. My my voice is like all scratchy and stuff, and it's it's gonna sound like a, well, uh, an evil old no middle aged witch cackling. <laughs> Sexy Disney middle aged witch. Um, Chris says the blue flame didn't blue burn Merlin. Oh yes, yes it did actually. Oh yeah, it did big time. Oh, yeah. The thing is, it didn't appear to burn Merlin because Merlin was so open about his sexuality, how weird he was. He did not keep any secrets. So the blue flame never scorched him. But you better believe it burned him a little bit, you know. And then if um, the there's of... a, a theory, Go ahead. I'm sorry, there's a theory that uh, the uh, legendary figure that we think of as Merlin, uh, like uh, Arthur's Merlin, is actually a sort of a melding of five different people in that rough area of history and one of them definitely was scorched by the blue flame i'm speechless uh save that for next time uh, okay. i want to talk about that with bradley on the show okay. for obvious reasons you know uh, Dracona says, what blue flame are we talking about? There's lots of different flames. Uh, when I'm referring to a the flame, and I'm giving it a color, I'm referring to the, uh, in Reiki terminology, the purest energetic expression of the of the chakra, the, you know, the light. The thing is, there's a, there are levels beyond the flames, but the flames are usually enough, you know? And generally, somebody has to be really... Shannon, we can't hear you. And by purist, does that mean honesty and truth? In the blue flame, yeah. Uh, the different the different chakra fires have different sort of fundamental aspects of life that they're that they're attuned to. For example, if you hit somebody with with orange fire, you better be prepared for the horning. It's common, giggity. So to speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
uh, if you hit somebody with, for example, a red flame, they're going to get hungry. That's just the way that is. You know, they're probably going to get angry too. So it, these chakra fires have natural consequences. You know, um, the thing is with the, with the blue fire, what it does, and this is the why I use it so much, is that the blue fire fire because it's truth. You know, blue chakra, it is justice. So the blue fire, the blue fire is very useful in my work. A little bit of blue flame on, say, for example, you know, a uh, rich child trafficker's bank account, and uh, what well, what do we have here? Oh, oh no! Suddenly everybody knows where he gets his money from. Mm. You know, I find it Relirans interesting. do not fight physically. Well, not like that. What I find interesting is that court trials are always about getting the truth of the matter. But if that's the case, why do we hire professional liars to do most of the talking? You just described why people have been predicting a violent lawyer purge for about 75 years. So. Chris says, yes, Shannon, light wing the show. David says, oh, and Trump recently stated that, that he still doesn't believe that UFOs exist. Senator Ted Cruz actually spoke more maturely about it. I'll send you the link afterwards, Cassidy. Thank you very much, David. I really appreciate it. If I don't have to hunt it down, I'm more likely to find it. Hey, Karina. So it's Karina one of those Karina. things. You know, I've been getting accused a lot lately. You know, now that humans are aware that I wield the blue flame, people say, you know, a lot like, who are you to judge? Um, nobody. Uh, the blue flame invokes justice. I've got no, I've got no say in that. If you if you use the blue flame on someone and they're not in the wrong, you bless them. So, go for it, flame it up. Just be ready for your secrets to come to come to the surface. You know. And since justice is represented by balance, doesn't that mean that that is effectively bringing in karma to do its work in a short amount of time instead of a long term thing? Yeah, basically, and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, essentially, if you think of your green chakra, right, as your center point, then the blue chakra is the center point of karma, as you, as humans understand it. So, yeah, it, it's all linked together. The chakra colors are linked into these, you know, fundamental aspects of of being, you know, and they're and they, they're linked that way for a reason. So, Chris says he was going to use the flame to destroy the sort of power. Yeah, the blue flame wouldn't have been able to destroy this sort of power. Uh, if he, if he, had, if he did, I, I'm not sure. I don't know Merlin as well as I should, as far as like mythology. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat my polylop while I drink, while I read my mythology. Uh, I don't know Merlin as well as I should. So, but the blue flame wouldn't be used to to destroy the the you know Excalibur. He would have to use the black flame. What about the red flame? Would that do anything? No. You have to understand that Excalibur isn't wasn't really a physical sword. Excalibur was a singularity of hyperspatial energy that resembled a sword to humans because that's what they expect something that sharp to look like. If Excalibur appeared today, it might very well like if 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 if, if a watery tart started distributing magical weapons, it would probably look like a pistol or a shotgun today. Also, the uh, um, legends talk you know, about Excalibur as being the sword that uh, was given by the Lady of the Lake and later returned to her. Yeah. 
So that that brings up some really interesting questions. Indeed. You know, and like were they fairies or maybe even um, extraterrestrial or extra-dimensional beings? I actually have some answers on that, but I'm going to wait until Barry John Bowers on the show because that's integral to his mission. The information we have on that with regards to Excalibur extends to a number of, uh, I believe, 13. If if some people, I can't find them all, like energetically speaking, so I don't know how many there are. But if, if certain other very well-respected metaphys- metaphysicians are to be trusted, then there are 13 swords of power, one for each major tribe. And Excalibur is just one. It, if if my information is correct, then Excalibur is the lordly sword of the, of the Gales. Um, yeah. But what, that, about that, the sword of, what about the sword of Priyapishnikar? Is that another one? My sword. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I will reclaim my sword. My dropships from China. Kiss my butt. That's why, okay, and for some of you have heard about, about this, the, the pilgrimage that I've been trying to take to Egypt to, to repair the... Uh, the machinery under the under the pyramids the deal that i'm offering that i want to offer to the egyptian government is they get everything it's theirs all the history all the art whatever we find it belongs to egypt with the exception of my sword it's not for human hands anyway i'm going to be completely honest if humans could touch it without dying or going irrevocably insane excuse me that go ahead take it you know, but that's all I want. That's literally all I want is my fucking sword back. I think maybe the uh, challenge to get the sword is part of the test to find out if you are worthy for it. Could be. And I might not be worthy of it anymore. You know, she's pretty finicky. Anyway, uh, Jack, Jack said, uh, David, actually, I'm going to go back a little bit. Hi there, Baron. David says, what does the word chakra mean? All these Eastern Indian words. I do apologize for that. Unfortunately, there aren't a whole lot of words in the Western world to cover these concepts that aren't very generic, like vortex. You know, I could go a little bit further and say toroidal vortex, but that still doesn't really describe it. Do you want to go on with this or? Oh, no, if you, you. mm. Okay. Um, If you've never heard the word chakra before, then I would say, imagine that there are... uh, focal points of certain kinds of energy within your body. And there's actually, most of the time they're depicted as being seven because there are seven very major ones, but in reality, there are many uh, focal points for energy within your body. And uh, like different areas of your brain, these different focal points have different functions. Um, So I, I'm sorry, I hope that kind of clarified it for for some people, but anyway, uh, so the, Seven major chakras are, they don't have actual colors, but the colors represent for us what those uh, focal points functions are. Point of order, point of order. It's a lot more than just representation. The reason why the chakral colors are the way they are is because if if you translate the hyper- Oh yeah, the vibrational energy, I'm sorry. The vibrational energy matches the colors. Right. I, my, the point I was making is you don't actually see the vibrational energy, but that some people that do. would that is true. That is true. I'm I misspoke. My apologies. I am not one of them. <laughs> anyway, so starting from the bottom, the uh, the red chakra is called the base chakra, and that is basically where all of your uh, survival 
uh, stuff comes from. And not just, you know, uh, hunting, although that's kind of related too, but like, uh, you know, Actually, the survival to breathe air, Shannon, for example. It's that talk, elemental. Shannon, 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 let's talk about the chakras on Midnight Magic. We are almost out of time. I was sorry, having, go ahead. No, 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 don't be sorry. I was having so much fun, I lost track. I looked down and it's 59 minutes and 47 seconds. <laughs> time flies when I'm making fun of you. Yeah. All right, so we'll talk more about the chakras on, on, on uh, Midnight Magic with the Lion's Pride. Now, but un, un, just understand if you're if you're new to the Lions Pride Network and our network of shows, understand the reason why we have Midnight Magic and Starseed Symphony separated is because there are people that can understand the world through mystical through a mystical lens better than a scientific lens, and vice versa. But both are needed in this time. Both we all have to do this together. Okay, so in closing, I'm I'm going to point out something. Okay, yes, it's true that I am who I say I am, and yes, I can prove it, okay? That doesn't make me anything special. That doesn't make me any one special, all right? Um, and over time, I'll explain more and more, you know, exactly why this is the way it is. But understand, the fact that we are beings of energy does not make us greater than you in the slightest. Certain primitive cultures would call us gods. This is true, but we do not call ourselves gods. We recognize that angels and whatnot are, are slightly, just, just a tatunk a bit higher than, than us on the vibrational scales. <laughs> just a tatanka or just a tatanka? A tatanka. A tatanka. You know? A real tatanka, not a daddy tatanka. Kiss my butt. Marin says, hi there, Shannon. You sound so much like Sharon Osbourne, and you look somewhat like Sharon Osbourne, and you definitely are the brains behind Cassidy. Yes, she is. I'm going to go ahead and go a little overtime so that I can so I, I can explain the story. For those of wait, you wait, who... I, I've never seen or heard Sharon Osbourne. Yes, you have. Every time you hear, I am Iron Man, you're hearing Sharon Osbourne. <laughs> now, Ozzy may be singing it, but it's Sharon. <laughs> Um, Marilyn Manson put it best when he was after he was after he went on a tour with uh, with uh, Black Sabbath, and he said Ozzy is only Ozzy because he's in the body of Ozzy. In actuality, Sharon is Ozzy, <laughs> and then the reality is Sharon is the one that keeps Ozzy functioning, and that's the case for Shannon. Um, it's more than just she keeps me from walking into traffic. She also keeps me from going completely insane. Uh, she's often my metric for reality because I do have reality issues. I guess you couldn't so, tell. So since she drives him, does that make them Ozzy and Chariot? Oh, God. We're going to heavy yeah, metal, metal hell, hell for that, for that joke. <laughs> and Dio's going to laugh at us. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Blatt's going to be driving the bus, too, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a golden pony. Mm. See, I don't even know if, if, if David realizes it, but he's about to make me start singing an Eagles song, you know. I'm, I'm going to stop right here because I will start singing Eagles songs and uh, not a dang thing in the world will stop me once I get started. So I'm going to go. You were, you were talking about Sharon Osbourne. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Sharon Osbourne. So, yeah, uh, Shannon, Shannon is Sharon. Um, it, basically, she's the brains behind the operation. She's the one that keeps me functioning. Um you know, I, I, it's true that I have a much higher IQ than Shannon, but in literally every other metric of intelligence, she leaves me in the dust, you know? You don't have a higher IQ when you're sober. I have no answer for that, so I'm just going to take a small bow. <laughs> <laughs>
anyway, but yeah, Marin, you're absolutely right. You know, Shannon is my Sharon. And that's absolutely, you know. But I'm not her Aussie. I'm more like her saber tooth. And you got to know your comic books to, to, to understand that. Anyhow. Actually, you're more like my Professor Elemental. Oh, God, that. Oh, wow. Not sure how to take that, are you? <laughs> Yeah, 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 I don't know how to take that. I don't know how to, you just, okay, you win this episode. How about that? Thank you. Anyway, uh, we'll, we, okay, that, with that, I'm going to head to the, uh, to the outro. Oh, wait, wrong button, wrong one, wrong, wrong. Where did it go? All right, there we go. Ha, ah, okay. So I know the world is strange and it's going to get stranger. The world is scarier and it's going to get a little scarier, but then it's all going to be okay. Everything yeah. will make sense in due time, dear life. I was just going to wash it. What was that? <laughs> Everything will make sense. In, uh, I don't know what that was about, but that's okay. Everything will make sense in time, dear lights. I promise. All right? We love you, everyone. Be safe out there. Be safe out there.